You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Episode 19 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I will be sharing my tarot reference recommendations for advanced tarot readers, and I want to talk about what a depth year is and how I plan to spend mine in 2021. For this year, in 2021, I have decided to have a depth year where I really strip everything back and dive deep into the topics and practices that I want to learn more about and where I want to deepen my connection or improve my skills. The first year that I got into tarot, I was in a mass consumption phase. I bought tons of decks and read every tarot book that I could get my hands on. I would fly through the books and immediately pick up another one because I couldn't get enough. I did this for about a year and a half. I was shoving all of that knowledge into my brain, and I did this for multiple divination systems because my curiosity was endless. Around the two-year mark, I switched to trying to read more intuitively and record my own thoughts on the cards and establish my own meanings and association with the cards. Now, as I approach my three-year tarot anniversary in April, I feel led to dive deeper with the decks that I own and the books that I've already breezed through. I want to solidify the information in a concrete way so that I never forget this information. In order to do that, I need to stop buying new decks and books so I can really sit with a select few and marinate in the wisdom from the selection I've chosen to dive back into. I think the main reason I'm feeling led to do this in 2021 is that the Universal Tarot card for 2021 for everyone is the Hierophant, and my personal Tarot Year card is the Hanged Man. Both of these cards call for you to go inward, to meditate, study, and contemplate what is important in life, and to question what the larger meaning is. The Hierophant is calling me to study spiritual concepts more, and the Hangman calls me to look for a higher perspective on these issues to see from a new angle. Both cards are tied to enlightenment, and I feel led to dive deep into spiritual systems, symbols, practices, and rituals in order to fully experience this enlightenment phase. Jupiter just entered Aquarius in my 12th house, so it's understandable why I feel drawn to expand my inner consciousness and connection to the universe. Next year, I will have death as my terror year card. So this tells me that I need to prepare for the death and rebirth process that's coming. So I need to be ready to shift this perspective smoothly for that process to be as successful as it can be. I'm a life path four. So the emperor card is my birth card and the death card is my teacher card. Like most life path fours, I fear change because it's unknown and we really like structure and security. But I also tend to embrace the biggest changes in life once I realize there's no way around it. So there's usually a period of time when I resist that change or at least brace myself reluctantly for the impact of it. But then I jump fully into the deep end when the opportunity comes, even when others advise me to take it easy and go slow at first. I do love remaking myself and transforming internally and externally, though. I guess I really have a love-hate relationship with change, which is why it makes sense that the death card is my personal teacher card. Let me share with you the decks I have chosen that I will be working with more deeply in 2021. First on my list 
is the Bone Stone at Earthflesh Tarot. I didn't receive this deck until October 2020, so it's still new to me, and I want to spend quality time with this deck and the lengthy guidebook. I waited for over two years for this deck to be completed, and I feel there's a lot still to discover with this deck. I'll also be working with the Oracle of Echoes deck as a pair to the Bone Stone, because Anaturian is the artist for both decks. I've just started ancestral work and healing in mid-2020, and this deck was the deck that resonated the most with that type of healing, so I want to continue on that path with these unique and powerful cards. Next up is the Way Home Tarot and Postcards from the Liminal Space. I've had these decks for about eight months, so they're still new to me, and I think there's a lot for me to still learn with these decks. I want to revisit Picara Whitner's book, WTFS Tarot, with my Way Home Tarot deck to see how reading with the deck deepens the lessons from that book. I didn't have this deck when I first read the book, and the second version of the Liminal Space will be coming out soon, and I will likely add that deck to this pairing as well. I want to revisit the Wisdom Chakra Tarot, as I didn't have a lot of time to devote to this deck when I first got it, because I kept getting in new decks that pulled my focus. And I really didn't click with this one right away, so I put it away and never got it back out. Now that I'm reducing the number of new decks that I'm buying for 2021, I will finally have time to read the guidebook and learn the system to see if it does work for me. I have already set a goal to learn more about the chakra system this year, so this deck will hopefully help me to explore it. Each card is paired with a certain chakra, and I feel that these will be great to read with my chakra reading oracle cards. And of course, I will always continue to work with my Light Seer's Tarot. That's my main deck, as it is my soul deck, and the guidebook is fantastic for the indie version. I plan to work more closely with Chris Ann's other deck, the Sacred Creator's Oracle, along with my Light Seer's. And I'm also going back to my Rider Waite Smith original tarot deck for an in-depth tarot study when I dig back into tarot wisdom and 78 degrees of wisdom. The only new tarot book on my 2021 list is author E. Waite's book on the tarot to get his original thoughts on the tarot system when creating the cards. I want to hear from him directly on the insights into the cards and why certain images were chosen. That book is called The Pictorial Key to the Tarot. I have also picked out a few oracle decks to work with in 2021. Astrology is a topic that I want to learn more about this year, so I picked the Black Moon Astrology cards to work with this year. They have been extremely accurate so far, and this guidebook is packed with tons of astrological information to tie into each card. I feel like there's so much for me to uncover by using these cards more. I love pulling a year-ahead spread with these astrology cards, to see what astrological energies will be prominent in each month of the year. I also pull a card for each of the astrological houses to get an in-depth read on themes that are playing out in those areas. Plus, you learn more about the astrological houses, planets, and energies when using these cards. So I'm always excited to get this deck out. I have a few books on Carl Jung that I'll be reading this year that I've already purchased, and I've chosen the Wild Unknown Archetypes deck to work with alongside these books. My psychological nature pulls me to want to work with archetypes at a deeper level. These cards will help me delve into shadow work more this year as well. Pluto will be moving into my 12th astrological house in 2023, and I was given some great advice by an astrologer to go ahead and do as much shadow work as I can now while Pluto is in my 11th house to help that transit not be as rough as it can be. So I will definitely be taking that advice. 
this is the year that I want to master the Lenormand system as well. So I will continue on that journey and runes are calling me to bring them out more often in my readings. Now is the perfect time to revisit those divination systems. After a quick break, I will share with you my tarot book recommendations for advanced tarot readers. My first Healing Through Tarot spread book has launched and is now available for purchase. It is called A Spread for All Seasons. This ebook contains 15 custom tarot and oracle spreads designed to guide you through the seasons of any year. It covers holidays, full and new moons, Mercury retrogrades, seasonal spreads, year-end and year-ahead spreads, and eclipses with weekly and monthly spreads that you can reuse again and again, year after year. You can find this spread book on my website, healingthroughtarot.com, for an introductory price of $10. And stay tuned for future spread ebooks that will be launching in the next few months. Happy card slinging! If you would like to support this podcast monthly, please consider signing up for a small pledge to help me be able to continue to produce these quality episodes every two weeks. There's a listener support link at the bottom of the show notes for each episode. You can also find that link on the Anchor site for my podcast, and it's also provided in my companion blogs for each podcast episode on my website, healingthroughterror.com. Any pledge is appreciated. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In part two of this podcast, I will be sharing the three tarot books that I've chosen for advanced tarot readers. For my depth year in 2021, I will be diving back into each of these selections. Like I said, I read these books rather quickly the first go-round, and there's so much to digest from each one that I'm feeling drawn back in to do an in-depth study of these works because I consider them like tarot textbooks. Tarot Wisdom is written by Rachel Pollock, who also wrote 78 Degrees of Wisdom, which you may recall is on my short list of beginner references for those who are new to tarot. I chose Tarot Wisdom for advanced readers because Rachel includes a thorough history of each card and walks you through the changes in the card images across centuries. Her descriptions of the meanings, historical associations, and symbology provides deep analysis of each tarot card. She even provides images from six decks throughout the book so that you can see the evolution of the cards across time and cultures. The decks that Rachel compares across time are the Golden Dawn Tarot, the Marseille, Rider-Waite-Smith Tarot, Solobuska, the Visconti deck, and Rachel's own tarot deck called Shining Tribe. Through these comparisons, you can see each of the artist's interpretations of the cards from different cultures, countries, time periods, and genres. Tarot wisdom would be attractive mostly to those who want to do a deep study in tarot. It isn't a light read at 480 pages. I even took breaks while reading this book since it was quite heavy on the descriptions. But I like that she includes a short spread for each of the major arcana cards to help you explore the themes of that card. 
I'm one of those people that loves to pull tarot spreads as I immerse myself in the tarot meanings of a card. So spreads on specific cards and important questions to ask related to the lessons from the archetypes really appeal to me. I often create spreads myself for deep study of a particular card to learn more from that perspective. There were some spreads of Rachel's that I tweaked or expanded to dive even deeper if the card had a particular relevance to me. Don't hesitate to experiment when you read these selections. If you feel inspired to complete a creative exercise to learn more about that material, I say go for it. Always look at this type of study as interactive and immersive. I often create spreads on the material I'm reading, along with taking notes, journaling my own insights as I read, and creating index cards to familiarize myself with the material. And here lately, I've been creating a tarot database to track the wealth of information out there on each tarot card. This helps to make the information more accessible when you want to use it practically in your daily life. If I pull a reversal of a card and am perplexed by the meaning, I now pull up my digital database that I've created and instantly I can find all of my notes from all of these tarot sources that I've cataloged in one space. It's truly game-changing. Rachel says this book comes from a series of day-long workshops that she taught called Tarot Intensive. She revisits what early cardomancers thought about the cards and the meanings that they used. For each card in the tarot, Rachel shows the Kabbalistic and astrological associations and variations in the card images and meanings over the past few centuries. She blends her knowledge of philosophy, psychology, religion, and the occult to give us a comprehensive look at each card and how it's been shaped over time. She provides life examples, stories from her classes, and even mythological associations to the cards to help bring the cards to life and make them more accessible and relatable for modern times. I wish I could take Rachel's intensive tarot workshops, but I do feel like I was there after reading this book. Her wisdom dances off the pages and into my brain where I contemplate her insights for days after devouring each chapter. Rachel is revered in the tarot community for a reason. I highly recommend this book, along with her book, 78 Degrees of Wisdom. My next pick is the book Tarot and Astrology, Enhance Your Readings with the Wisdom of the Zodiac by Kareen Kenner. Last year, I read this book in two days because I was so excited to get the book as a Christmas gift. I just devoured it. But I need to go back and spend plenty of time on it to truly understand the Zodiac associations with each tarot card. There's a lot of detail in this book, and I'm sure it will take several read-throughs before all of the information sticks. The book Tarot and Astrology helps you master the connection between the two divination systems of astrology and tarot as an integrated whole. This helps you add depth to your tarot readings and vice versa. You can even use tarot to understand your birth chart more fully. And knowing astrology helps you to interpret the meanings of the cards and assign court cards to people based on zodiac signs. The more I learn about astrology, the more I see it throughout the tarot. Corinne gives you the correspondence between the planets and the major arcana cards, and she covers the 12 signs of the zodiac and shows you which cards represent them. Then she walks you through the minor arcana and their astrological associations. This book helps you match which tarot card represents your month of birth. This is important to learn, because I've noticed how often my sun, moon, and ascendant sign cards come up in my tarot readings, along with my birth tarot card. These show important life lessons that you will encounter repeatedly in your life. 
Corinne walks you through all 78 tarot cards and gives you the astrological associations. For example, the star card is Aquarius, and the Seven of Pentacles is Saturn in Taurus, so the minors get really specific. Corinne even gives you the Golden Dawn card titles and meanings. So for the Seven of Pentacles, this meaning is Lord of Success Unfulfilled, because he delays gratification and reward until they've been earned. Corinne provides meaning for each card in the tarot and gives a timetable for each. Using the Seven of Pentacles again, we see that it falls in the third deacon of Taurus, which usually falls between May 11th and 20th, when the sun is between 20 and 30 degrees of Taurus. So if you want to work with timing in your readings, this book helps narrow down specific dates and timelines. Just specify your intention to use the date assigned to each card before you shuffle and pull. It is always important to set specific intentions first to assure accurate readings. This book is great to use along with your tarot deck and your birth chart. My advice is to download your birth chart or print it out as you read this book because you will learn a lot about yourself and your life path as you go. This book also covers some basics in astrology regarding reading and interpreting your own birth chart, the details of the 12 astrological houses, and sample chart readings to help you understand how to dissect your own chart. She even walks you through a tarot natal chart spread where you pull out the tarot cards associated with the major planets and place them around your chart to get a better feel for the energies in your chart and where they fall in your astrological houses. Corinne provides great sample readings of celebrities for the spreads that she provides. She even uses Prince William's natal chart to give a thorough walkthrough to help you master the astrological basics. This is advanced reading because it requires an interest in both tarot and astrology, and I hear from many readers that astrology is not that easy to pick up. Personally, I'm very drawn to astrology, so it does feel like it comes a bit more naturally for me. It is probably due to the similarities that I see between zodiac signs and psychological personality types and profiles. I feel like astrology and psychology go really well together. I even read another astrology book last year written by a psychotherapist of 30 years. It is called Use Your Planets Wisely, Master Your Ultimate Cosmic Potential with Psychological Astrology by Jennifer Freed. This is a good book to read if you're interested in the link between astrology and psychology. So far, astrology has been the most accurate form of definition that I've found. 2020 helped me see just how accurate astrology can be. I saved the biggest book for last and you probably already know which reference book I'm talking about. It is, of course, Holistic Tarot by Benabel Wynn. I will admit that I was intimidated by the size of this book at its whopping 875 pages. It really is a beast. I mean, you could work out with this book, it weighs so much. Although I will say that if the page number intimidates you, just know that there's a sizable appendix with all the handouts and charts that she provides and also covers in the middle of the book. So if you take out the appendix, the index section, and notes section, it knocks off about 200 pages. So the meat of the book is really only about 691 pages. I mean, that's better, right? I promise it's really not that bad. At the beginning of quarantine in March 2020, I knew that this was the perfect time to tackle this reading challenge. And when this book arrived, I asked my husband how long he thought it might take me to read it. He joked that it might be about five years. Well, I'm happy to say that I actually read the book in two and a half weeks, which actually surprised me. 
I gave myself a goal of two months to get the book completed, which I actually thought would be fast. But Benabel's style of writing is very natural and fast-paced. I whipped right through it. I ended up reading most of the book straight through, even though you don't have to. But I did leave the individual card meanings for last, because that's the part I'm most familiar with. And I think I ended up highlighting about 60% of the book. So now that it's been a full year since I've read it, I'm ready to go back in and start to solidify the material. Benabel covers just about everything you can think of related to tarot. She provides a short history of the tarot, gives theories on how she thinks the tarot works, gives elemental dignities for the cards, and teaches how to use the tarot to build resilience. She even covers subjects such as how to set up a tarot business legally, ethical codes for reading for others, the professional practice of tarot, topics to stay away from when reading professionally, dealing with difficult questions, and when to refer clients to other needed services like mental health or medical professionals. Unique chapters and spreads include details on the first operation methods, combination spreads, the essential keys spread, the six-point spread, fixed term analysis spread, and the opening of the key from the Golden Dawn Society, which is a bit complicated, but I appreciated the walkthrough of it. She includes some massive spreads with 15 to 18 cards and the Grand Tableau Tarot spread, where she teaches you to use this Lenormand-based spread with tarot cards. It's a 36-card spread. This was the first spread I tried from her book, and I absolutely loved it. She provides thorough walkthroughs of just about every tarot spread you can think of, with ample sample readings to help you follow along. She also provides a wealth of handouts, charts, and logs for you to put her teachings to practical use and you can easily find those in the appendix when you need to use them instead of trying to remember where they're located in the book. I know some people say that they think the book is overrated, but I'm really glad that I read it and have it in my collection to reference any time that I need to. And surprisingly, it was only $19, which I thought was an amazing price considering the size of the book and the amount of paper used to print the book. This is a tarot reference book that will stay on my shelf for the rest of my life. I know it will be one that I continue to reach for to brush up on my tarot knowledge, card meanings, and ideas for new spreads to work with. If I ever teach tarot, I can see this being a source that I will use often. I highly recommend Holistic Tarot if you're up for the challenge. And if you live in part of the world that's still under lockdown for COVID-19, this is a perfect time to dive into this behemoth. I don't think you'll regret it. It's nowhere near as intimidating as you think it will be. Much of the book consists of sample readings, card meanings, and handouts. Once you read the history of the tarot, you breeze through the rest of the chapters. I'm actually glad that I saved this to read after the majority of other tarot books because my confidence as a reader increased after reading Holistic Tarot. It helped me see just how much I already knew about the tarot as I was reading each chapter. Now I will share with you the five-card depth of your tarot spread that I created. Card one. What area of study is my soul calling me to explore more fully? Card two. Which resources or mentors should I consult during this time period? Card three. How can I best connect with my inner wisdom during this year? Card four. What learning opportunity is available to me during this process of intense study? And the last card, card five. What doors could this year of study open for me? 
If you want to throw the spread for yourself, you can find the spread on my blog on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com. And I've posted a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest and Instagram. I would love to see the photo of your spread. Please tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot and please use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Depth Your Spread. All the links for the decks and books discussed in this episode can be found in the show notes for this episode and in my blog. Now you have a tarot resource recommendation list for beginners, intermediate, and advanced readers. Each level takes you deeper into your tarot study. In the next episode, I will be covering tarot birth cards and life path numbers and how you can work with these for self-exploration. So join me next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow card readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.